0: This episode of the Golf Gaming Podcast and the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on in every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and receive our $500 risk-free sports bet. Down with the WinBet app now or visit com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP in your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks, props, and parlays. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by OddsCrowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? OddsCrowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contests. Every week, there's a free $350 NFL contest and a free $250 contest. Just head to OddsCrowd.com to sign up. And, of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, DGens. Welcome back to the Golf Gambling Podcast. And as you notice uh, from the ad read, it's me, Steve Schirmer, going solo again. And we were supposed to have the grand return of Boston Capper to the Golf Gambling Podcast telling us about all his tales from Vegas and all his woes about the Patriots and all the fun he had and all the money he lost out there, too. But we're going to have to save that to next week, I guess, for Ryder Cup Talk. So uh, he, unfortunately... As many people do in the uh, when you deal with airlines, his airline kept getting delayed and delayed, delayed, and is not showing up back to his home in Florida prior to Lair tonight. So it's me, Ryan Solo, again. Uh, I guess I'm the only one of the two of us who actually really wants to talk about the Fortnite Championship, but no, I I kid. He wanted to be here tonight. I'll pick up the slack, and you're going to have to listen to me ramble and rant and just drone on about. Uh, a pretty weak field, but we will do our best. So before we get into the championship, we break down the DFS tiers, my best bets of the week as promised on Sunday, I would give, uh, my thoughts on the New York giants because I have other interests besides golf, believe it or not. Uh, I am a third, how long I've been watching the giants, I think for the first, Season, I remember watching. It was nineteen ninety three. That was Phil Sims last year, Lawrence Taylor's last year. I remember sitting in the living room, watching you know the New York Times. and they had a very good season that year. I think they finished 1-5. You know Phil Sims was still you know it's he was on his last legs, but he had Rodney Hampton. You had. You know, Chris Calloway, you had Mike Sherrard, like Jumbo Elliott. I thought all these guys were just the best players in the world. I thought this was the best team in the world at that point. I was seven years old. And it just I, I remember just having fun watching them and just having so much hope and joy every Sunday sitting down with my dad, you know, getting his snacks out, and every one o'clock or four thirty, we would watch the Giants. And I I gotta say, You know, after yet another just typical, boring, awful, crappy performance by the Giants, which is the same type of football we have been seeing as a fan for the last four years. I just don't feel anything anymore. I I was really mad on Sunday. I was on the Slack channel saying, fire everybody, anyone I could say. I was like, you know, just we need a clean house. But at the end of the day, I've been saying this for the past three years, and nothing is changing. And it's getting to the point where I just – its you know when you're in a bad relationship sometimes where you just stop caring? I'm getting to the point where I just don't care. And until something drastic changes, which is not going to happen immediately, that like they're not going to fire Jason Garrett midseason. they not going to fire Dave Gettleman. There's no point. I mean, as much as I would like that to happen – you know, as much as I'd like to see them just cut bait with Daniel Jones and just tank the year, get their one pick and start over, but they're not going to do that. This is unfortunately a problem with pro- the ownership. And they are just stuck, I think, in 1995 or early 2000 with how they want to handle the team, trying to be like, you know, classic Giants football. When the reality is that is just not how the game is played anymore. It just, they, they, like, it's not even the fact that, it's a bad football product on the field that we're watching. Like, and just a bad team they're losing. But it's just, it's not fun to watch them. Like sometimes you're a fan of a team and you can be entertained by a really bad team. Like, you know, like you know, James Winston's team for the Bucks, they were terrible. They were just, you know, just, you know, you're making mistakes all the time. But they were fun. They were exciting. Yes, you know, so I think the Jags sometimes, like, yeah, they're completely in that, but Garda Minshew was, you know, kind of fun. You never knew what Blake Bortles was going to do every now and then. You know, he could put up a little bit of excitement, but it's just it's just bad football. And even when they, the Giants win, it's bad. Like, I'm not entertained. I can't remember the last time I was truly entertained by this team. And, you know, I mean, it's, it starts at the top of Jason Garrett. But, again, like, I don't see him getting fired midseason, so they're going to ride it out. Uh... I don't think Daniel Jones is the guy. Uh, I'm sorry for anybody, all the truthers out there. I have seen three years of him at this point, well, two two years in a game, and nothing as from what he has shown is proven to me. We can make it deeper in the playoffs with this guy. It's not going to happen. He's not going to tr- you know transform overnight like Josh Allen did into this accurate passer. It just it's not going to happen. He doesn't have the coaching around him to do it. And by, and by then, you know, if we do have the coaching around him, he's going to be damaged goods. So we're going to be in the market for a quarterback next year. And I, I think the one guy, though, that is not getting much criticism, it's Joe Judge. And I, you know, listen, there's the all rise and the tough talk. Well, the tough talk works when you're winning. And we're not winning. And it's almost like how everybody was cool with, you know, Rex Ryan's like bravado and tough talk when the Jets were winning. Or even when Mike Singletary, you know, when he first came to the Niners, they were winning and that worked. And then when you lose, though, all that stuff is just garbage. And it's at some point, you know, I, at the end of the day, we can blame Jason Gary, blame ownership blame Daniel Jones. But the guy who's actually signed off on all these Terrible offensive schemes is Joe Judge. And if he isn't, what is he doing? Like, is he not really the head coach? Is it really Jason Garrett then is the head coach? If Joe Judge is not going to Jason Garrett and saying, hey, this sucks, let's change it. Like, I don't even know if I want him to be my coach anymore. Like, the tough talk is great, but at some point you got to win. And if it's another lost season, they're going to clean house, get rid of the GM. JoJo's probably gone, and we're gonna be stuck with another rebuilding year and hoping that this one goes better than this one, you know, has. And but that's it. Um, I don't have a lot of hope for Thursday with the with the uh Washington football team. I mean, there's you know, it's overreaction week two Maybe we're overreacting. The Giants historically has owned Washington. They are on a backup, but I mean, I, I don't consider Teddy Bridgewater an elite quarterback. I think he's fine. And he made to he was made to look like Patrick Mahomes out there on, on last Sunday. You know, I mean, I think the the Washington football team is kind of a mirror image of the Broncos as far as they have a really good defense. They're kind of conservative on offense. They can run the ball. They can rush the passer, which the Giants can't do. They have not addressed it. Um yeah, I, I don't know how in a short week this is going to turn around quick. So, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully I'm wrong, but <laughs> I haven't been wrong for the last four years screaming about this stuff, and I'm just I'm tired of screaming. And that's it. That's my rant. And now we can actually move on to uh, why you're actually listening to the show, not my ranting and raving about a terrible franchise of a team. We'll give you my golf picks. Before we do, let's talk about WinBet. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Yeah, exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. So get down to all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. We got great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now in WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds in every major sport, we have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free 500-hour sports bet. Download BetWin. Download the WinBet app now or visit winmbet.com and start winning. All right, so typically what we do before we get in the DFS tiers, we go over a little weather report and then we go over where the ownership is. And then we can try and identify before we talk about all the tiers, you know, is chalk good, where can you pivot, and all that stuff. So, you know, let's start with the weather report. Maybe there is something to it where that might change our strategy a little bit. But uh, I'm not seeing anything in this forecast. It's going to be high 70s, low 80s every day out in Napa Valley, wind between 7 and 13 miles per hour, Uh, no rain in the forecast, although – I have a sneaky suspicion with all the wildfires going on in California, the club may douse the golf course a little bit of water just to, you know, make sure nothing catches on fire. Kind of like I think what they did last year when the wildfires are going out there, the golf course played a little softer. I wouldn't be surprised if they do the same thing again this year. Uh, but otherwise, though, there, there is nothing in the forecast right now that is of a concern that will actually play an impact into this tournament and kind of screw things up. So, uh, you got that. So now let's talk about where everybody is basically going to in DraftKings. So over $10,000, it, it just, everyone just, despite the over the $12,000 price tag, everyone's going to John Rom. I mean, he's been awesome. He's been great. Despite the fact he's only won once this year, uh, he consistently churns out top 10 finishes. He's about as, that's about as safe of a bet as there is. So people are just going to John Rom, and then they're, Sacrificing pretty much everyone from $8,000 to $9,000 range. There's going right to the sevens because this is a wide open tournament. Um, it's a relatively easy golf course. There's not a whole lot to it. It definitely can have a long shot win. But if you can have a guy like John Rahm in your, you know, in your lineup and you can just bang at the fact he's going to finish top 10, that's why he's got 36% ownership. But, you know, Webb Simpson's also drawing some ownership. He played, he's starting to play a little better with his ball striking. Uh, the FedEx Cup playoffs, he's at 18%. Yeah, Kevin Nod, flat 10, who's been awesome you know, for the last month. He got the Ryder Cup snub. Maybe there's a spot for him if Brooks Kepka. ends up bowing out. He could be playing for that, but he's at 16%. Other than that, though, uh, Matsuyama's not getting a lot of ownership at 11. Will Torres is kind of getting ignored a little bit, too. So we'll see. In the $9,000 range, it's all in one guy, it's Sebastian Munoz, who he's always popular. He's been playing great. He finished second to John Deere. Uh, I think he had another top 10 finish reach. Oh, the Olympics. He did there, too. He played okay in the Tour Championship or the FedEx Cup playoffs as well. So, he's popular. Uh, but other than that, though, that's pretty much it. I think it's just because of roster construction that not a whole lot of guys are people going to the 9000 hour range. So, uh, down the eights. Um, you got Emiliano Grillo. He's won this, uh, at this golf course before. He's at sixty percent You got Charlie Hoffman, who I think it's just because he's a name, uh, he hasn't been playing all that great. I think his last top 10 finish was back at the Charles Schwab Challenge. I mean, he's, his ball striking stats are good, but the finishes have not been very good. So, But people are still going back to him because he's a familiar name. Ches Revy, I think, is the, the chalk in this range that fits, you know, He's been playing okay lately. He has good course history. He's at 18% this week. Uh, I think that's the that's the chalky play uh, in this range. Everybody else is having around 10 or below. Um, <clears throat> in the $7,000 range, you got Pat Perez at 16%. I mean, I, I think that's just a symptom of when people put together their models, he looks good in the ball striking stats. He has high ownership. Same thing with Doug you know, $7,900, but the ball striking is really good um excuse me you got taylor Pendrith. uh that's the hot name for guys coming up in the corn ferry tour because uh i think everybody what they're talking about this golf course and what i've talked about is driving is really important well taylor Pendrith is a really good driver with the golf ball he's really long and kind of he can really shorten this place like you know cameron champ did <clears throat> so he's drawing about 10 ownership right now hudson swafford uh, seem to come alive in the fact he's got playoffs. He's at eleven percent, and Adam Svensson's got twelve percent ownership. I'm not sure where that's coming from. I know he played pretty well in the Corn Ferry playoffs, but he is a total retread golfer. So uh, maybe he's getting pumped up by uh, some sort of podcast this week. Who knows? But you know, for the 12% of people who are using them uh, in lineups, good luck to you. And then other $7,000, I mean, you got Cameron Percy at 10, just because of the ball striking numbers usually are pretty good on the models. And he has a good course history here, so he's going to draw on popularity. And Mark Hubbard, you know, his ball striking numbers are pretty good. I think he's just a familiar name at $6,500. He's a guy that helps if you go with John Rom. Other than that, no one is really drawing a whole lot of ownership. Let's take another break. Let's talk about PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bet. So go check out the new PropSwap.com, which is packed with fresh features like filtering tickets based on value to find the best odds available. Browse activity feed to stay in the know. And a loyalty rewards program that turns sales into extra cash and much more. Use the promo code SGP in the first deposit, and PropSwap will match it up for to $500. So if you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. But PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. <clears throat> so when making bet- bets, <clears throat> always make sure to go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or player so you can sell one for a profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Thousands of buyers across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. So why don't we get to breaking down the tiers? Let's start with over $10,000. So you got John Rom, like I mentioned, $12,100. Yeah, Hideki Matsuyama at $11,000. Webb Simpson at $10,800. Will Zalatoris at $10,500. And Kevin Na at $10,000 flat even. So I... I was expecting when when the drafting prices came out, I I was I mean I'm not saying I was shocked by John Roman's price, but I figured, twelve thousand dollars for a seventy-two hole stroke play event that is extremely high, and I thought that was that may keep some of the ownership away. It hasn't, like I said, he's the most popular player in the game. Um, but I think, like I mentioned, his <laughs> John Rom top ten is pretty sure in the bank and some people I, I know my co-host has this opinion that if you're twelve thousand dollars you have to win and i i don't quite hold that just because this is going to be a wide open tournament there's a lot of long shots you can win but if you start your lineup with twelve thousand at john rom you can end up getting the winner you know and he might be at eight grand or seventy five hundred dollars like you can still hit it there so i mean i listen there's nothing about this golf course <coughs> itself John Rom just can't take advantage of. I mean, he can hit over all the dog legs. The iron plays great. He puts well on the surface too. So if you want to pay up for John Rahm, I'm not going to talk you out of it. But the guy I really like this, it's Will Zalatoris in this range at ten five. I mean, he's I think the fourth most owned in this range behind Webb and Kevin Na, and John Rom. Um, you know, listen, like there much was made about the fact. That his putter was really struggling this summer. And that was keeping a lot of his finishes, you know, it put a cap on it. But um, so after I think the Wyndham, he went with his coach, he was working with his putter, and the putter and his coach basically noticed that you know he's making a good stroke on the putt, but it was so erratic on the face. So they put a credit card on the face of his putter and they found out that it was actually caved in. The insert on his putter was caved in. And Will Zalatoris couldn't he had no idea how long he'd been putting like that. So they fixed the putter. And apparently on the practice green, he started putting really well. And if that if Will Zalatoris, kind of like a cow Moracao, if Will Zalatoris can actually putt in a tournament, he's gonna win a lot because he's such a good ball striker. You know, he's really good off the tee. He's long, he can, you know, shorten this golf course up too. Awesome with his irons. And if he is starting to putt pretty well, that's a guy I really like this week. So I think you know, if if guy's above ten thousand dollars, John Rahm for me just eat the chalk and then you can diversify somewhere else. But Will Zal Torres, I really like him this week. I mean, I, everyone's on Webb and Kevin Nod about that same price point. I'm gonna go Will Zal Torres. I you know he's gonna win at some point on the PJ tour. Why not this week? All right, let's go to the nine thousand dollar range. So you got Cameron Tringali at ninety seven hundred dollars, Mark Leishman ninety five hundred dollars, Siwoo Kim ninety three hundred dollars. Got Sebastian Munoz at ninety two hundred dollars. You got Harold Varner third, ninety one hundred dollars, and Cameron Champ, who has won this event back in twenty nineteen, and he's a recent winner on the PJ Tour. He's at nine grand. <laughs> um, I'm a little disappointed that Sebastian Munoz has as much ownership that he does. Probably makes him unusable at this range. It's one thing to eat the chocolate John Rahm. It's another thing to eat chocolate Sebastian Munoz, who's pretty volatile. So uh, I mean I don't mind pivoting to Harold Varner the Third for a hundred dollars less. I mean he like he should just give a ball striker as Sebastian Munoz. He has a good course history here. He's pretty good. At some of those cop courses I also identified if you listen to the previous show yesterday. Uh he's actually putting he was putting pretty well before uh Exiting the uh FedEx Cup. So I don't mind that. Um, I mean, if you want to just take a chance with Cam you know, with Cam Champ, just it's very boomer bust with him. I mean, this is a golf course that he tend that he would usually do well in, and you don't really know when exactly he's gonna pop up, just like what happened at 3M. You know, I guess you can go to Cam Champ too. But I don't really like Cameron Tringali. I, like he's kind of tailed off a little bit. It's mostly because of the performance off the team. If this is going to be a tournament where it's actually really important, like either you need to keep it in the fairway, you gotta be long or have like a good balance of two. Kevin Galli doesn't really have it right now. So and it's not just a short-term trend, it's kind of a long-term trend. Same thing with Mark Leishman. I think he's getting a little buzz just because it's Mark Leishman. He does have a good course history here, but like I don't know. Like I I almost need to see it with him first. Like he just has spent it's been bad with him, and I don't really feel like just, you know, throwing a dart at hundred dollars with him. I would rather maybe just bet him outright if you want to go that route, Leishman, you know, go with that. But just, you know, as an anchor to a DFS lineup, like it can go really poorly, like first two days, like, like you kn- kind of know it with Mark Leishman right out of the gate. Like He's either going to be maybe in the mix up top or he's just going to be like plus four through like 12 and finish almost DFL for the week. And then, I mean, Siwoo Kim, um, I know my co-host if he was here would be pumping his tires. I'm going to pass on Siwoo Kim. Not a very core sister here. Struggling a little bit off the tee lately. Uh, not my cup of tea. All right, let's take another break. Let's talk about keeps. So Keeps offers a simple, stress-free way to keep your hair. It's conven- they have convenient, convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home for it either. It's a low-cost treatment start at just $10 a month, and Keeps offers generic versions. It has packaging and proven results, too. And Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors. So if you're ready to take action to prevent hair loss, go to Keeps.com SGP to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's Keeps.com SGP to get your first month free. Keeps.com SGP. All right, let's keep it rolling. Let's go down to the $8,000 range. So you got Emiliano Grillo at $8,900. You got Charlie Hoffman at $8,800. Max Homa, you know, the guy who always seems to do well on the West Coast, $8,700. You got Matt McNeely, another guy who seems to do well always on the West Coast, $8,600. Ches Reevey, the most popular guy in this range that I d- identified earlier. $8,500. You got Brendan Todd, $8,400. You got Brant Snedeker, $8,300. You got Steven Yeager, who was, I think, the highest Corn Fairy Tour guy in DraftKings this week. He's $8,200. You got Phil Mickelson, $8,100. Mita Pereira, $8,000. And Taylor Goose, $8,000. So I think in this range, I mean, I'm having a hard time getting, rich, getting away from Ches Revi, even if it's really chalky. Um, between the co- awesome course history here, between the awesome course history at a lot of the comp courses I had mentioned uh, yesterday, like PJ West, uh, TBC Scottsdale, um, TBC River Highlands, you know, similar green site. I mean, he like he's a guy that he doesn't have a lot of pop off the tee, but he gains a ton of strokes off the tee. That's what I'm looking for this week. He's been hitting his irons pretty good. And if there is a putting surface because Jez Ruby tends to struggle a lot with his putter. There is a surface he tends to do well. It's these bent POA and West Coast POA, you know, type of greens. So I don't don't mind going to him. I got a funny feeling with Brendan Todd this week. and It it seems like it's been a little bit since he kind of popped up. Um, Yeah, I know he's going to keep in the fairway a whole lot. And this golf course isn't going to be all that long for him. Uh, his recent struggles lately in some of his results has actually been his putter, which is a little unusual, unusual. I think that's going to regress this week. I think he actually might have a really big putting week this week and kind of put himself in the mix. And he's very low owned $8,400. So I like Brendan Todd and I like Mito Pereira. I'm going back to him. I don't care what happened at the Wyndham. Like he ended up bursting a lot of people's bubbles. My co-host included that week, um, I still believe in the kid's talent. Like, you know, anytime you go to the PJ Tour, you finish three straight in the top ten, you clear up talent. He's awesome off the tee. He has a good combination of length and accuracy off the tee. Awesome iron player. Uh, I mean, the putting numbers are a concern, but that's always a concern for anybody. I really like up Pereira this week. I think big things are in store for him in 2021, 2022. Maybe it starts this week. All right, let's go down to the seven thousand dollars I'm not gonna name all the names I'm just gonna basically go over all the guys I like and of course it's uh you know Doug Gibbs in the field I'm gonna like Doug Kim. I mean listen like he's got awesome courses history here awesome ball striking he's talks about a lot on all the other podcasts I don't really care. he's my boy I've been on him since last year I'm gonna keep riding him um and then I think the only comment I want to make on him is I mean, he's been putting a little bit better lately. It's still in the negative, but it's at least been better. But if there is a surface that he does tend to put well on, it's these West Coast POA surfaces. It's bent POA mixed surfaces, too. He's actually in the net positive in his career on those surfaces. I like him. Um, Ryan Moore, you know, he started off the season pretty slow. I don't know if there was an injury or something, but he's been playing what better lately. You know, he finished, I think, he lost in a playoff here a couple years ago to Kevin Tway. You know, he does pretty well at some of these other comp courses I mentioned. His iron is pretty good. He's a guy who's going to keep it in the fairway a lot. And then if he keeps in the fairway, he can take advantage, you know, with his irons. Um, He also has been somebody who kind of started to figure out with his putter lately. I like him. Uh, I like Aaron Rye coming over from the Euro Tour and playing full-time on the PGA Tour. I mean... Uh, you know, he played really well in the Corn Ferry tour, uh that little stretch. I like he was playing pretty bad on the Euro tour for a while, and then he started to figure things out around the Scottish Open. He's been playing pretty good ever since. Um, like I said, he he won I, one of the tournaments on the Corn Ferry playoffs, and then he came over to the BMW PGA and played well too. The ball striking numbers are really good. I I kind of like him this week. I think he might, you know be up towards the top 20 and you know make some noise there too um i mean this seems like a luke List golf course i mean if cam champ can win here why can't luke List? why can't you just bomb it over all the dog legs and have wedging it in his hand you know going to green so i don't mind him for this golf course and then patrick rogers too so he got a new lease on life uh he lost his he finished outside the top 125 had to go to corn Ferry. uh uh, playoffs ended up getting his card back in, but he's been playing pretty. He was playing pretty good uh, before the corn fairy uh, playoffs, So it's kind of disappointing. He didn't secure his card there. I think the momentum's going to keep going. I think the fact that he ended up getting the card again, he's got a new lease on life. The pressure is off. He's been hitting the ball a little better lately too. Um, I kind of like him this week. So, you know, those are, you know, if you're somebody who used John Rahm, Chances are in a lineup, you're going to probably use you know, at least three or four guys in, in the you know under eight thousand dollars in the seven thousand dollar range in your lineup. I think those are all pretty good plays there. So uh, those are the guys I like in that range. Let's take another break. Let's first talk about PixWise. PixWise is the number one app for sports betting picks, helmed by a team of trend watching, data devouring sports fanatics, giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction for every game, every day, and every sport. Load with best bets, props, and parlays, you can find in depth analysis on every game, all for free. Have you found your pick? Search the latest sportsbook promotions to sign up an account, compare the odds, and finally place your bet. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. PicksWise backs responsible gambling. If you have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred Gambler. Let's also talk about prize picks. It's a place where you turn your picks into real cash with prize picks. My favorite daily fantasy app. It's fast and it's easy, and it all starts with prize picks. So we pick two of five players and decide if they will go over or under their stat projection. The more players you pick, the more you can win, up to 10 times your money. Prize picks is the only way I play. So use our promo code SGP to receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's prize picks, promo code SGP. All right, let's close out the DFS portion of the show with start under $7,000. So, I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of ugly names down here, Uh, but I'll try my best to give out some ones I like. Uh, I mean, I always like Mark Hubbard, but if he's drawn 11 percent ownership, that's a hard pass for me. I would rather just bet that like top 20 or something if that just goes awry well i just throw in the trash and then instead of him just you know demolishing all my dfs lineups and ruining that so that's a no thanks for me as far as these guys i like here i mean i love my boy boho he's been playing really well uh i i can't remember if he actually uh, did he finish the 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 top? I, it doesn't matter he's at this event he was playing well heading in you know he's been pretty good off the team a good iron player he started to figure out with the putter. He's been okay here. He does okay some of the other comp courses I mentioned yesterday. Again, same thing with Jason Duffler. Those guys are kind of the same pretty much. Um, you know, just really good ball a little shaky with the putter. I like those guys, So, and they're both at $6,800. Um, and then Kevin Chappell. I mean, this is kind of a Hail Mary pick. Um, you know, he was starting to hit the ball a little better over his last 12 rounds. Has he even figured it out? Maybe, like, I know he was struggling with you know coming back from that back injury, but if he's healthy, he's a good player, he's underpriced, so there's that. And then I mentioned yesterday, there's a lot of corn fairy guys, you know, in this range, you know, it just but I think for me, I'm gonna avoid them for DFS purposes. Like, if you want to throw in you know a corn fairy guy into a top 20 prop, that's fine, but. Like I mentioned yesterday, we don't really know what we're going to get out of these guys. You know, playing on the Corn Ferry Tour is so much different than the PJ Tour. Like, even though this golf course isn't all that complicated, it, it's going to be a. It might be a tr- rough transition for some of them. So, like, I don't want to take the risk of picking the wrong guy for DFS when I don't really know what I'm getting. I understand some of their ownership is low, but there's other ways to get leverage in this field. I'm more established guys who I can have a you know a little more confidence in that i know what i'm getting you know if i'm going corn fairy guys this week it's going to be only top 20 props that's the only place i'm going to sprinkle them but dfs lineup i'm not putting them anywhere near my you know any, i'm not gonna have any exposure to them for dfs and it ends up blowing up my face well say la vie i end up just using them the sanderson uh, a couple weeks later all right let's get to my big short um I think I'm going to go with Webb Simpson. He's got an 18% ownership. I mean, he, listen, he's he's been okay. Like, uh, you know, I think there's a reason why he got left off the the Ryder Cup. It's not necessarily because it's, it wasn't a good fit for the golf course. He just hasn't been very good. And I, I think it kind of started when he got the injury at the Wells Fargo in, in May. He hasn't really been all that good since. Uh, he hasn't been very good at this golf course either. I know he's been good at some of the other comp courses that I mentioned. With I uh, can this place, but I mean, of all the guys over, well, I mean, Kevin is a lot worse off the tee, but he's also playing a lot better. He has a good course to at this place. Webb Simpson. I don't know. I just, I don't buy it. I think uh, his weakness off the tee is going to get him. I think that might be why he doesn't do all that great here. So I think he's going to finish outside of the top 30 and not pay a lot of dividends for DFS lineup, you know, at 10 to eight. I think he's a guy who's kind of matched up with, you know, Hideki and Zal Torres and Kevin Knopp and head to heads. That might be a guy you want to target and fade in that range. So yeah, my big shirt is gonna be Webb Simpson. He's going to finish outside of the top uh, 30 this week. Let's take another break. Let's talk about Mint Mobile. So after years of fine print contracts and getting ripped up by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it, there's always a catch. So when I first heard that Mint Mobile offers premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month, I thought, what's the catch? After speaking with them and using the service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. By cutting out retail stores, there's no crazy overhead costs to get passed down to you from the form of mystery fees. Instead, Mint just passes on sweet savings directly to you. For people looking for extra savings, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless at just fifteen bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest five G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan, and keep your same phone number as long as you know, along with your all your existing contracts. And if you're not one hundred percent satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. That's mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash sportsgp. All right. DFS portion is over. Let's go right to the betting card, my favorite portion of the show, my bread and butter. Uh, so let's break down this card for the first tournament of the 2021-22 season. Let's get those butts filled. So I'll start with head-to-head matchups first. Uh, like I mentioned before, I, I don't have a whole lot of high hopes for Web Simpson this week. I think he's just been fine. I, I don't understand why. You know, I like of all the guys around him, I, I I like them better. So I can get Kevin Na at one and a half strokes, plus one and a half strokes and minus one twenty-five over Webstenson for a term. I like that. Like, I I think Kevin Na, uh, he might have a burr up his ass, kind of like what Billy Horsel did over at the BMW PGA, where he wasn't picked for the Ryder cup, he was mad. He went and won this play. So and Kevin has been really close. I mean, he technically won the tour championship. He had the low seventy-two hole score with John Rahm. You know, maybe while I'm getting that duel between John Rahm and Kevin Na ah down the stretch, that we were robbed of because of a terrible tour championship format. Um, maybe he ends up doing well, but for a head-to-head, I like him giving plus one and a half strokes over Ke- Web Simpson every single year. Um, I may mention earlier, I don't really like Cameron Tringali so we i not really feel him. He's not been very good. Some of the comp courses is like you know Sanderson or TBC River Highlands or TBC Scottsdale, like some of the other places that T to Green looks similar to this place. He has been very good. Harold Barnum has been much better, you know, at those types of venues. He's been much better here at Silverado. And again, I can get a plus one and a half strokes at, for Harold Varner over Cameron Tringali at pre reasonable juice at minus minus one thirty for the week, it might you know depending on your book, maybe that changes. But uh, if you can get plus one and a half strokes over Varner, I like that. If you can, I like that plus money too. Uh, just take it straight up, same thing with Kevin Nott. Like even if you know if, if the only thing available, if the only thing available is you, is plus money. Take that. I'm a little more conservative. If the juice is reasonable, if you're ever offering me one and a half strokes for a tournament, I'm always going to take it. And then uh, I may mention I really like Aaron Rye. He's part up against Danny what Witt. Danny it's a mess. And I think he was where'd he finish at? Well, I'm not going to look it up, but um, he just everything is a wreck for him. The irons are bad. The putter is bad. And I just think Aaron Rye is going to play solid this week. And so I got him at minus 130 over Danny what There's my head to head matchups. Let's go to positional props. At the top 10 market, I did not love this week. Um you know, you're either paying a premium for like a Kevin uh, or Webb Simpson at like under plus 150 or you're paying like two to one, three to one on some really volatile players. I don't love that. So I'm bypassing the top 10 range. I'm going mostly to the top 20 market this week. Um, yeah, I, 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 I talk about in the DFS portion of the show. I like Ches Revy. I like the fact that he's really good here. Really good. This coming to the comp courses. You know, despite the fact that he doesn't pop off the tee. He gains a ton of strokes. That's good for me. I get him top 20 plus 300. That's a guy I'm going to monitor for outrights now. I say that. And last couple of terms I've done that, whether it be Tony now I said, all right, I'm just going to stop start with the top 20, but I'm going to monitor his outright price. Nope. Missed the boat on that. He won. Same thing with Patrick Canley. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to start with the top 10, monitor the outright price. Nope, he won that too, and I missed the vote. So uh, the fact that I'm taking the same exact approach for Ches Revy for a top 20, I'm just going to start with him, monitor the price. You need to go bet him like 70 to 1 or something right now. But, uh, you know, if you think that maybe my uh, unlikely streak is going to end, just bet him top 20 and, you know, go with that. Um, yeah, I may mention earlier, you get like some other guys I like. You know, Aaron Rye, top 20, plus 350. Maybe you don't play... If you play the Aaron Rye matchup, maybe you don't play that just because you already had some exposure. Like, if Aaron Rye is going to finish inside the top 20, well, he's probably going to beat Danny Will on the leaderboard anyway, so just go with that. But if, you you know, if that match is not available to you, Bam, top 20, plus 350. Luke List, plus 400. I just think, like, you know, he can do similar things as golfers that Cam Champ did. The 4-1 to Ryan Morris, plus 450. I like him, too. Um, you know, Hudson Swafford's with I found him at a plus 500 for a top 20. That seems pretty low considering he'd been playing very well, you know. And he's a good player, like he just got kind of lost in the weeds. He was he was bad for injuries, and if he's back, like you know, five to one's kind of a bargain on him. So I like him. And then some of the corn Ferry guys I like for a top 20. You got Taylor Moore, you got Chad Ramey, you got Taylor Pendrith. I like all those guys as long as the price is decent. Those tended, those three guys are probably the cream of the crop of the corn fairy guys coming in like i know steven yeager is the highest priced guy in dfs but we also have seen him you know before in this situation where he was awesome in the corn fairy to got up to the pga tour and just sucked and i think for him i'm gonna need to see it you know before i believe but you know i know Pendrith is awesome well i mean not awesome but he's you know he i think he made the cut at both u.s opens I think it's gonna be pretty good here. Same Taylor Moore, Chad Ramsey. I think those guys are pretty solid, just based on, you know, the last fifty rounds on the Corn Ferry Tour, how many strokes they were getting in relation to the field. I like those three. So if they're gonna to go top twenties on some of the Corn Ferry guys, those are the guys I would recommend. Let's take one last break. Uh, let's talk about Odds Crowd. Are you the best football bettor in the U.S.? The folks at Odds Crowd are challenging you to prove it this football season with their epic free-to-play fantasy betting contests. Each week there's each week of the season, there is a $350 NFL contest and a $250 contest. The boys here at SUPN are all taking part, so you can try to claim bragging rights over us too. Here's how it works. Once you enter a contest, you track your bets against real odds and lines, much like you would with any pick trading app. Most proper players rise up the leaderboard. If you have the highest profit at end of the contest, you win. And OddsCrowd isn't just fancy betting contests. It's a social app for sp- sports bettors. It's free to download. You can live group chat with other bettors, track your bets, set up private fantasy contests with your buddies, and much more. So download the app for free or go to OddsCrowd.com today. And lastly, let's mention our SGPN app. The SGPN app is now live on the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to our picks and podcasts. So don't forget to toss up, toss a snap review and download the SGPM app today. All right. You've made it to the end of the show. Uh, Let's talk about the big bets of the week, the outright bets. So uh, I mean, all these guys have already heaped a ton of praise on. So yeah, it's not gonna be a surprise. I think where I'm going here. So uh, so first outright bet I made of the week was Will out 25 to one. Um, and this is going to be a kid who wins on the corn fair tour or on the PG tour. Eventually I like the fact that those awful putting performances that just made you want to pull your hair out was actually an equipment malfunction, not the fact that he's just, there was a technique function. So that's fixed. I mean, sky's limbo with this kid. So he's, you're already getting a discount on Zalator's. This week, because John Rums is a massive favorite over everybody. So I like him. I like the kids ceiling talent, so I'm going to take him 25 to one. Um, you know, Sebastian Munoz is way too popular for DFS, I think. There's too much risk there. But at 45 to one for an outright, the fact that we've seen guys win the Sanderson and then win here, um, he's also pretty good at some of the other comp courses I mentioned as well. And, you know, that hasn't translated success here, but there's nothing about this golf course as it's laid out that I think is challenging for Munoz. I think he can play just perfectly fine here. I get him 45 to one to win. he has been really close, you know, over the last, you know, a couple months of winning. He always seems like in the mix too, over the last two years, he's within five of the lead um, of, you know, going ahead into the final round 11 times, one of the most in the field. So yeah, for 45 to one for a guy who I believe in his talent. And I Think he can pick this golf course apart? I like him. You know, our guy's, you know, whose talent I believe in is Mito Pereira. He's still 66 to one. Eventually, he, I, I think he too will win, and then his odds are going to plummet. Um, I think he's got a lot, a lot of raw natural ability. I love his performance off the tee. I think he's got a good balance of length and accuracy that really matters here. It's really just going to come down to how he puts. You know, we'll see. But 66 to one, I'm willing to find out. And then Doug Gim. I don't want to miss out on the Doug him win. Um, you know, I think he's going to have reasonable odds this this entire fall series. Um, you know, the ball string numbers are awesome. It just comes down to if he putts. But like I mentioned, the services he tended to putt well on are the West Coast Poet ones and the Bent Poet mixes. And he's been well good here. He's been good in some of their comp courses too. So, yeah, those are my four bets. Um, I'll be looking to live bet just because this is a wide-open tournament. Um, I don't care if I don't get down on a 201 guy right now. I would rather get down on them if they're like 60 to one, and I know they kind of have it. So that's fine with me, just adjust adjust the unit size. So, uh, But yeah, I'll be live betting. Uh, If you go to Slack channel, tell people when I live bet. Um, I will, yeah, we'll do that. And then, yeah, hopefully uh, that's it. Uh, Next week, we will have Boston Capper back for a big week. Uh, It's Ryder Cup week. Uh, It's going to be the first time. We have done a Ryder Cup podcast together. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I know Boston Capper's is excited. Uh, It'll be good to have him back so I don't have to talk into a microphone for an hour and you hear somebody else's perspective instead of mine. But it's going to be a great week. Uh, I got a lot of content coming out. I'm going to have my preview column on Sunday for the Ryder Cup. I'm going to have two columns coming out Monday and Tuesday, both about how the U.S. can win, how they can choke it away and lose. And then my picks column is going to come out on Wednesday. And Friday, uh, it's the main event. So, yeah, be sure to check that out. Um, but, yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for putting up with uh, just me for the past two podcasts. I promise my co-host will be back next time. But, yeah, for uh, for the Golf Gambling Podcast, thanks for listening. And uh, good luck with your bets.